Chapter 35 of Exodus, reading in the Shachan Bible on Monday of our last week. Moshe assembled the entire community of the children of Israel and said to them, These are the words that Yahweh has commanded to do them. For six days is work to be made, but on the seventh day there is to be holiness for you, Sabbath, Sabbath ceasing for Yahweh. Whoever makes work on it is to be put to death. You are not to let fire burn throughout all your settlements on the Sabbath day. Moshe spoke to the entire community of the children of Israel, saying, This is the matter that Yahweh has commanded, saying, Take from yourselves a raised contribution for Yahweh. Whoever is of willing mind is to bring it. Yahweh's contribution, gold, silver, and bronze, blue-violet, purple, worm-scarlet, byssus, and goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, tan leather skins, acacia wood, oil for lighting, spices for oil of anointing, and for fragrant smoking incense, onyx stones and stones for setting, for the ephod and for the breastpiece. And everyone wise of mind among you is to come and is to make all that Yahweh has commanded. The dwelling, its tent and its cover, its clasps and its boards, its running bars, its columns and sockets, the coffer and its poles, the purgation cover and the curtain for the screen, the table and its poles and all its implements, and the bread of the presence, and the lampstand for lighting, and its implements and its lamps, and the oil for lighting, and the site for smoking offering and its poles, and the oil for anointing, and the fragrant smoking incense, and the entrance screen for the entrance of the dwelling, the site for offering up, and the bronze lattice that belongs to it, its poles and all its implements, the basin and its pedestal, the hangings of the courtyards, its columns and its sockets, and the screen for the gate of the courtyard, the pins of the dwelling and the pins of the courtyard and their cords, the officiating garments for the attending at the holy shrine, the garments of holiness for Aharon the priest, and the garments of his sons for acting as priest. So the entire community of the children of Israel went out from Moshe's presence. And then they came, every man whose mind uplifted him, and every one whose spirit made him willing, brought Yahweh's contribution for the skilled work of the tent of appointment, for all its service of construction, and for the garments of holiness. Then came men and women alike, everyone of willing mind. They brought boots brooch and nose ring and signet ring and necklace, every type of gold object. Every man that wished to elevate an elevation offering of gold to Yahweh, and everyone with whom could be found blue-violet, purple, worm-scarlet, 
byssus and goat's hair, ram's skins dyed red and tanned leather skins brought it. Everyone raised a raised contribution of silver and bronze brought Yahweh's contribution, and everyone with whom could be found acacia wood from all the work of the service of construction brought it. And every woman, wise of mind, with their hands they spun and brought their spinning. The blue violet, the purple, the worm scarlet, and the byssus. And every one of the women, whose mind uplifted them in practical wisdom, spun the goat's hair. And the exalted ones brought the onyx stones and the stones for setting, for the ephod and for the breastpiece, and the fragrant spice and the oil for lighting, for oil of anointing, for fragrant smoking incense. Every man and woman whose mind made them willing to bring anything for all the workmanship that Yahweh had commanded them to make through Moshe, the children of Israel brought it, free will offering for Yahweh. Moshe said to the children of Israel, See, Yahweh has called by name Betzalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Yehuda. He has filled him with the Spirit of God in practical wisdom, in discernment and in knowledge and in all kinds of workmanship to design designs, to make them in gold and silver and in bronze, in the carving of stones for setting and in the carving of wood, to make all kinds of designed workmanship and the ability to instruct he has put in his mind, he and Aholiav, son of Ahissamach, of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with wisdom of mind to make all kinds of workmanship, of the jewel cutter, the designer, and the embroiderer, in violet blue, in purple, in worm scarlet, and in byssus, and of the weaver, makers of all kinds of workmanship, and the designers of designs. Chapter 36, reading on Tuesday from the Shokan Bible, Everett Fox's translation. So are Beit Salel and Aholiav to make, and every man wise of mind, in whom Yahweh has put wisdom and discernment, to know how to make all the work for the service of constructing this holy shrine for all that Yahweh has commanded. So Moshe called for Bezalel, for Aholiav, and for all men wise of mind, into whose mind Yahweh had put wisdom. All those who, whose mind uplifted them to come near for the work, to make it, and they took from Moshe all the contributions that the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of constructing the holy shrine to make it. Now they brought him further freewill offerings in the morning, every morning. And came all the wise ones who were making all the skilled work for the holy shrine, man after man from their skilled work that they were making, and said to Moshe, saying, 
the people are bringing much more than enough for the service of doing the work that Yahweh has commanded to make it. So Moshe commanded, and they had a call go throughout the camp, saying, Man and woman, let them not make ready any further work material for the contribution of the holy shrine. So the people were stopped from bringing. The work material was enough for them, for all the work to make it, and more. Then made all those wise of mine among the makers of the work the dwelling of ten tapestries, of twisted byssus, blue-violet, purple, and worm-scarlet, with winged sphinxes of designer's making was it made. The length of each one tapestry, twenty-eight by the cubit, and the width, four by the cubit, of each one tapestry, one measure, for all of the tapestries. Then were joined five of the tapestries, each one to each one, and five tapestries were joined, each one to each one. Then were made loops of blue-violet on the edge of the one tapestry, at the edge of any one joint. Thus were made on the edge of the end tapestry at the second joint. Fifty loops were made on the one tapestry, and fifty loops were made on the end of the tapestry that is at the second joint, opposite the loops, this one to that one. Then were made fifty clasps of gold, and then were joined the tapestries, this one to that one, with the clasps, so that the dwelling became one piece. Then were made the tapestries of goat's hair for a tent over the dwelling, Eleven tapestries were they made. The length of each one tapestry was thirty by the cubit, and four cubits, the width of each one tapestry, and one measure for the eleven tapestries. Then were joined five of the tapestries separately, and six of the tapestries separately. Then were made loops, fifty of them at the edge of the end tapestry, at the joint, and fifty loops were made at the edge of the second joining tapestry. Then were made clasps of bronze, fifty of them, to join the tent together, to become one piece. Then was made a covering for the tent, of ram skins dyed red, and a covering of tanned leather skins above it, then were made the boards for the dwelling of acacia wood, standing upright, ten cubits the length of the board, and a cubit and a half the width of each one board, with two pegs for each one board, parallel this one to that one. Thus were made for all the boards of the dwelling. And then were made the boards for the dwelling, twenty as board work on the Negev border southward, and forty sockets of silver were made beneath twenty of the boards, two sockets beneath each one board for its two pegs, and two sockets beneath each other board for its two pegs. And for the second flank of the dwelling, on the northern border, were made twenty as board work, 
with their forty sockets of silver, two sockets beneath each one board, and two sockets beneath each other board, and for the rear of the dwelling toward the sea were made six boards, and two boards were made for the corners of the dwelling at the rear, so that they were of twin use, seen from the lower end, and together formed a whole piece toward the top, toward the first ring. Thus were made for the two of them, for the two corners. So there were eight boards, with their bases of silver, sixteen bases, two bases each, two bases beneath each one board. Then were made running bars of acacia wood, five bars for the boards of the dwellings one flank, and five bars for the boards of the dwellings second flank and five bars for the boards of the dwelling at the rear, toward the sea. Then was made the middle running bar to run amidst the boards from this end to that end. And the boards were overlaid with gold, and their rings were made of gold as holders for the bars, and the bars were overlaid with gold. Then was made the curtain of blue-violet, purple, worm-scarlet, and twisted byssus, and the designer's making was it made with winged sphinxes. Then were made for it four columns of acacia, and were overlaid with gold, their hooks of gold. The four bases of silver were cast for them. Then was made a screen for the entrance to the tent of blue-violet, purple, worm-scarlet, and twisted byssus of embroiderer's making and their columns, five of them, and their hooks, and their tops, and their binders were overlaid with gold, and their bases, five, of bronze. So ends chapter 36. Chapter 37. Reading from the Shockin Bible of Everett Fox. Chapter 37 on... Wednesday of our last week. Then Bezalel made the coffer of acacia wood, two cubits and a half its length, a cubit and a half its width, and a cubit and a half its height. He overlaid it with pure gold inside and outside, and made for it a rim of gold all around. He cast for it four rings of gold to be upon its four feet with two rings on its one flank, and two rings on its second flank. He made poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold. He brought the poles into the rings on the flanks of the coffer, to carry the coffer. He made a purgation cover of pure gold, two cubits and a half its length, and a cubit and a half its width. He made two winged sphinxes of gold, of hammered work did he make them, at the two ends of the purgation cover. One sphinx at the end here, and one sphinx at the end there, from the purgation cover did he make the sphinxes at its two ends. And the sphinxes were spreading their wings upward, with their wings sheltering the purgation cover, their faces each toward the other. Toward the purgation cover were the sphinx's faces. He made the table of acacia wood, 
two cubits its length, a cubit its width, and a cubit and a half its height. He overlaid it with pure gold, and he made a rim of gold for it all around, and he made a border for it, a handbreadth all around. Thus he made a rim of gold for its border all around. He cast for it four rings of gold, and put the rings at the four edges where the four legs are, parallel to the border where the rings, holders for the poles to carry the table. He made the poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold to carry the table. He made the implements that are on the table, its dish and its ladles, its jugs and jars, from which offerings are poured of pure gold. He made the lampstand of pure gold, of hammerwork did he make the lampstand, its shaft and its stem, its goblets, its knobs, and its blossoms were from it. Six stems issuing from its sides, three lampstands on the one side, three lampstems on the second side, three almond-shaped goblets on the one stem with knobs and blossoms, and three almond-shaped goblets on the other stem with knobs and blossoms, thus for the six stems that were issuing from the lampstand. And on the lampstand itself, four almond-shaped goblets with their knobs and their blossoms, a knob beneath two stems from it, a knob beneath two stems from it, and a knob beneath two stems from it, for the six stems that were issuing from it. Their knobs and their stems were from it, all of it one piece of hammered work of pure gold. He made its lamps, seven of them, and its tongs and its trays of pure gold. From an ingot of pure gold did he make it, with all its implements. He made the site for smoking incense of acacia wood, a cubit in its length and a cubit in its width, squared, and two cubits its height. From it were its two horns. He overlaid it with pure gold, its roof, its walls all around, and its horns. And he made a rim of gold for it all around. Two rings of gold did he make for it beneath its rim, on its two flanks, on its two sides, as holders for poles to carry it by means of them. He made the poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold. And he made the anointing oil of holiness, and the fragrant smoking incense, pure of perfumer's making. Chapter 38 of Exodus, reading from the Shokin Bible. Then he made the slaughter site of offering up of acacia wood, five cubits its length, five cubits its width, square, and three cubits its height. He made its horns on its four points, and from it were its horns. He overlaid it with bronze. He made all the implements for the slaughter site, the pails, the scrapers, the bowls, the flesh hooks, and the pans. All its implements he made of bronze. He made for the slaughter site a lattice, as a netting of bronze is made. Beneath its ledge, below, reaching to its halfway point, 
He cast four rings on the four edges of the netting of bronze as holders for the poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze. He brought the poles through the rings on the flanks of the altar to carry it by means of them. Hollow of planks did he make it. He made the basin of bronze, its pedestal of bronze, with the mirrors of the women's working force that was doing the work at the entrance of the tent of appointment. And he made the courtyard on the Negev border southwards, the hangings of the courtyard of twisted byssus, a hundred by the cubits, with their columns twenty, with their sockets twenty of bronze, the hooks of the columns and their binders of silver. And on the northern border, a hundred by the cubit, their columns twenty, their sockets twenty of bronze, and the hooks of the columns and their binders of silver. And on the sea border, hangings fifty by the cubit, their columns ten, their sockets ten, the hooks of the columns and their binders of silver. And on the eastern border, toward sunrise, fifty by the cubit, namely hangings of fifteen cubits to the shoulder piece, their columns three, their sockets three, and for the second shoulder piece over here and over there, for the gate of the courtyard, hangings of fifteen cubits, their columns three, their sockets three. All the hangings of the courtyard are all around of twisted byssus, and the sockets for the columns of bronze, the hooks of the columns and their binders of silver, and the overlay for their tops of silver, they themselves bound with silver, all the columns of the courtyard. The screen of the courtyard gate of embroiderers making of blue violet, purple, worm scarlet, and twisted byssus, twenty cubits in length, their height along the width, five cubits, corresponding to the hangings of the courtyard, their columns, four, their sockets, four, of bronze, their hooks of silver, the overlay for their tops and of their binders of silver, and all the pins for the dwelling and for the courtyard all around of bronze. These are the accountings of the dwelling, the dwelling of testimony, that were accounted by Moshe for the service of the Levites under Itamar, son of Aharon the priest. So Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Yehuda, had made all that Yahweh had commanded Moshe, and with him Aholiav, son of Asamach, of the tribe of Dan, carver, designer, embroiderer in the blue-violet, purple, and worm-scarlet, and byssus, all the gold that was made of use of in the work, in all the work of building the holy shrine, all the gold from the elevation offering, was twenty-nine ingots and seven hundred and thirty shekels by the holy shrine seckle. And the silver accounted for by the community was a hundred ingots, and a 
8,775 shekels by the Holy Shrine Shekel, a baker split piece per capita. The half of a shekel by the Holy Shrine Shekel for every one who went through the counting from the age of twenty years and upward. For the six hundred thousand and three thousand and five hundred and fifty, there were a hundred ingots of silver for the casting of the sockets of the holy shrine and of the sockets of the curtain, a hundred bases per hundred ingots, an ingot per socket. And the thousand seven hundred and seventy-five they made into hooks for the columns, and overlaid their tops and bound them, and the bronze from the elevation offering was seventy ingots and two thousand and four hundred shekels. They made with it the sockets for the entrance of the tent of appointment, the slaughter site of bronze, the netting of bronze that belonged to it, all the implements of the slaughter site, the sockets of the courtyard all around, and the sockets of the courtyard gate, and all the pins of the dwelling, and the pins of the courtyard all around. So ends chapter 38. Chapter 39 on Friday of our last week, the penultimate chapter from Shock and Bible by Everett Fox's translation. Now from the blue-violet and the purple and the worm-scarlet, they made the officiating garments for attending at the holy shrine. And they made the garments of holiness that are for Aharon, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Then was made the ephod of gold, blue-violet, purple, worm-scarlet, and twisted byssus. Then were beat out sheets of gold, and they were split into threads to make use of them amid the blue-violet, amid the purple, amid the worm-scarlet, amid the twisted byssus, all of the designers making. Shoulder-pieces they made for it to be joined together on its two ends joined. The design band of its ephod that was on it was from that of like-making of gold, blue-violet, purple, worm-scarlet, and twisted byssus, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. They made the onyx stones surrounded by braids of gold, engraved with seal engraving with the names of the children of Israel. They placed them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as stones for remembrance for the children of Israel, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Then was made the breastpiece of designers making for the making of an ephod of gold, blue, violet, purple, warm scarlet, and twisted byssus. Square it was, doubled they made the breastpiece, a span its length and a span its width doubled. They set it full with four rows of stones, a row of carnelian, topaz, and sparkling emerald, the first row, the second row, ruby, sapphire, and hard onyx. The third row, jacinth, agate, and amethyst. The fourth row, beryl, onyx, and jasper. Surrounded, braided with gold and their settings. 
And the stones were with the names of the children of Israel, twelve with their names, signet engravings, each one with a name for the twelve tribes. They made on the breastpiece laced chains of rope-making from pure gold. They made two braids of gold and two rings of gold, and put the two rings on the two ends of the breastpiece, and put the two ropes of gold on the two rings on the ends of the breastpiece, and the two ends of the two ropes they put on the two braids, and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod on its forefront. They made two rings of gold, and placed them on the two ends of the breastpiece, on its edge, that is across from the ephod, inward. And they made two rings of gold, and put them on the two shoulder pieces of the ephod, below, facing frontward, parallel to its joint, above the designed band of the ephod. They tied the breastpiece from its rings to the rings of the ephod, with a thread of blue-violet, to be fixed on the design band of the ephod. The breastpiece was not to be dislodged from the ephod, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Then was made the tunic of the ephod, of weavers making all of blue-violet. The head opening of the tunic was in its middle like the opening for armor, a seam edge for its opening all around it was not to be split they made on the cert on the skirts of the tunic pomegranates of blue violet purple worm scarlet and twisted byssus they made bells of pure gold and they put the bells amidst the pomegranates on the skirts of the tunic all around amidst the pomegranates bell and pomegranate, bell and pomegranate, on the skirts of the tunic all around for attending, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. They made the coat of byssus of weaver's making for Aharon and for his sons, and the turban of byssus, a splendid caps of byssus, the breeches of linen of twisted byssus, and the sash of twisted byssus blue-violet, purple with worm scarlet of embroiderers making as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. They made the plate for the sacred diadem of holiness of pure gold and wrote upon it writing of signet engravings holiness for Yahweh. They put on it a thread of blue violet to put on the turban from above as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Thus was finished all the service of construction for the dwelling, the tent of appointment. The children of Israel made it according to all that Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Thus they made. And they brought the dwelling to Moshe. The tent and all its implements, its clasps, its beams, its bars, its columns, its sockets. The covering of ram skins dyed red, and the covering of tanned leather skins, the curtain for the screen, the coffer of testimony, and its poles, and the purgation cover. The table, all its implements, and the bread of presence. 
for your lampstand, its lamps, lamps for arranging, and all its implements, and the oil for lighting, the sight of gold and anointing oil, and the fragrant smoking incense, and the t screen for the entrance of the tent, the slaughter site of bronze, and the netting of bronze that belongs to it, its poles and all its implements, the basin and its pedestal, the hangings of the courtyard, its columns and its sockets, and the screen for the courtyard gate, its cords and its pegs, and all the implements for the service of constructing the dwelling, the tent of appointment, the officiating garments for attending at the holy shrine, the garments of holiness for Aharon the priest, and the garments for his sons to be priests. According to all that Yahweh had commanded Moshe, thus had made the children of Israel all the service of construction. Now Moshe saw all the work, and here they had made it as Yahweh had commanded. Thus had they made. Then Moshe molested them. Chapter 40, the last chapter of Exodus, reading from the Shokin Bible, from the translation of Everett Fox, the last day of our reading in this season. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, On the day of the first new moon, on the first day of the new moon, you are to erect the dwelling, the tent of appointment. You are to place there the coffer of testimony, and you are to screen the coffer with the curtain. You are to bring in the table and arrange its arrangement. You are to bring in the lampstand and are to draw up its lamp wicks. You are to put the sight of gold there for smoking incense before the coffer of testimony. And you are to place the screen of the entrance for the dwelling. You are to put the slaughter site for offering up before the entrance of the dwelling, the tent of appointment. You are to put the basin between the tent of appointment and the slaughter site, and you are to put water therein. You are to place the courtyard all around, and you are to put the screen for the gate of the courtyard there. Then you are to take the anointing oil, and you are to anoint the dwelling and all that is in it. You were thus to hallow it and all its implements, that they may become holiness. You are to anoint the slaughter site for offering up and all its implements. You are thus to hallow the slaughter site, that the slaughter site may become holiest holiness. You are to anoint the basin and its pedestal, you are thus to hallow it. You are to bring near Aharon and his sons to the entrance of the tent of appointment, you are to wash them with water, and you are to clothe Aharon in the garments of holiness, you are to anoint him, you are thus to hallow him to be priest to me. You are to clothe them in goats, and are to anoint them as you anointed their father, that they may be priests for me. That shall become for them their being anointed, priesthood for the ages, throughout their generation.
Moshe made it. According to all that Yahweh had commanded him, thus he made. And so it was, on the first new moon of the second year, on the first day of the new moon, the dwelling was erected. Moshe erected the dwelling. He put up its sockets. He placed its boards. He put up its bars. He erected its columns. He spread out the tent over the dwelling. He placed the cover of the tent above it. As Yahweh had commanded Moshe, he took and put the testimony in the coffer. He placed the poles of the coffer. He put the purgation cover of the coffer above. He brought the coffer into the dwelling. He placed there the curtain of the screen and screened the coffer of testimony as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. He put the table in the tent of appointment on the flank of the dwelling northward outside the curtain. He arranged on it the arrangement of the bread of the presence before the presence of the Lord, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. He placed the lampstand in the tent of appointment opposite the table on the flank of the dwelling southward. He set up the lamps before the presence of Yahweh, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. He placed the sight of gold in the tent of appointment before the curtain and sent up in smoke on its fragrant smoking incense as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. He placed there the screen for the entrance of the dwelling, the slaughter site for offering up he placed at the entrance of the dwelling of the tent of appointment and offered up on it the offerings up and the green gifts, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. He placed the basin between the tent of appointment and the slaughter site, and put water therein for washing, that Moshe and Aharon and his sons might wash from it their hands and their feet, that whenever they came into the tent of appointment, and whenever they came near the slaughter site, they might wash as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. He erected the courtyard all around the dwelling and the slaughter site and put up the screen for the courtyard gate. So Moshe finished the work. Now the cloud covered the tent of appointment and the glory of Yahweh filled the dwelling. Moshe was not able to come into the tent of appointment, for the cloud took up dwelling on it, and the glory of Yahweh filled the dwelling. Whenever the cloud goes up from the dwelling, the children of Israel march on upon all their marches. If the cloud did not go up, they would not march on until such time as it would go up. For the cloud of Yahweh was over the dwelling by day, and fire would be by night in it, before the eyes of all in the house of Israel, upon all their marches. So ends the chapter and the book. 
God grant us understanding. Amen. Holy Week in the last six chapters of Exodus. Now they're going to seem like a rerun of the six chapters before the Golden Calf episode last week. You might want to resist giving another six chunks of your time. What would you miss? After all, if you'd subscribe to the theory of education that Freire used to declaim as banking, we're not sure that you need more factoids. But if it's liberation and agency, what Freire calls conscientization, this may be the best week for you in the whole wrecking and remaking process of reading Exodus this season. See if you can make sense of what I'm saying. Just soak it up and hear it through. What's the spirit, the sub-vocalized lines of narration that you own for yourself? Can you put yourself in the place of Betzalel or Oholiab, where there's students and apprentices? Is there class bias about how we tune out these chapters? Modernists, Protestants, fixed on cognition and word, and now even more abstract, digitalized bits and bytes. Monday, Sunday best, Exodus 35. Here we go. Tuesday, Exodus 36, skilled trades, the artists begin. And in fact, they got enough and too much stuff to work with. They set up the tabernacle, hang the tent over the top, secure the frame. Can you begin to imagine through the repetition? What do you build within your mind? Travel kit, Exodus 37. What are you going to need to take with you on the road? Reminders. Visible things that point to invisible things of memory and hope. Tent pegs, Exodus 38 on Thursday. Even the tent pegs are bronze, specified. There's a tally of gold, silver, and bronze used in the project. You want to haul that across the desert? Friday, going away outfits. That's what they used to call what women changed into after the wedding reception to go off on the honeymoon. Exodus 39. We got priestly garments this time. A crowd, cloud of the presence. Like cans on the bumper of a car. Saturday. Tent meetings. Like revivals. Exodus 40. Where are you in this picture? And in this covenant community? This is a recitation that's been offered for 3,000 years in one form and another, in one place and another. Where do you stand? What's your social location? What side of defense are you on and who's there with you? Can you hear the rhythm and the cadence of the words? What word do you have for our hearts, O oh God? We'll give you this week. You give us this word.